Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now stay with a fan for this special program. Hey, baseball fans, the game is over. Welcome to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. After the last pitch, you've made the switch for 17 years. It's time to talk about the game and the team with Tim Allen. Tim Allen's here. What do you got, Tim? We'll hear the highlights. And that one's hit high and deep to right. Suzuki back. Grown man home run by Rowdy Telez. We'll hear from the manager and the players. We'll discuss the topics from the fans to the front office. I like Tim's perspective. History is made each and every year, and we're talking about it. 17 years of coverage after each game. Here's your host, Tim Allen. It is a final from Pittsburgh, and the results are not good. Brewers fall in game three of this four-game set in Pittsburgh. They've lost two of the first three of this four-game series. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show. Tim Allen, Tim Stadium Shea, hanging out with you guys, talking Brewers baseball in the Lakeland University studios right here a leader in online education. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu, 7-4, the final. And this does bug me here a little bit. Like, you you get back rolling, you're playing some stiff competition in the cards and split there, take the Jays, two of three. You go ahead and hammer on the Rays, slap those guys around for a couple of games. You waltz into Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh and then you lose two of three. Does that bother you? It bothers me a little bit. I mean, it is baseball. This game early on, you could uh, you could apply the Christian Yelich quote, that's baseball, to, to the early portion of this game. A lot of base runners for the Crews offense, and uh, just it couldn't come through. And some, some tough luck, a, a bunch of double plays hit into. So I will chalk, you know, at least the early portion of today's game, three of the four games set, to just, that's baseball, as Christian Yelich would say. But the overall picture of losing two of three in Pittsburgh, that's quite bothersome to me. I mean, I'm not going to go off and freak out over it, but my goodness. I mean, that there's sometimes you got to put the hammer down, and, and other times you do give the other guys credit and tip your cap and say, hey, they're big leaguers over there, and you know they're trying to get you out as well. But 
macro level, bigger picture look, sky view of this series. They've lost two of three. And don't tell me, don't tell me here now that, you know, you head into a benchmark uh, end date of tomorrow, which is the 81 game mark. And just like uh, a couple of years there, right prior to the benchmark of the all-star game, you falter in Pittsburgh. What is it about the Pittsburgh series in Pittsburgh prior to these benchmark dates? I don't know what it is. I mean, there may be no rhyme or reason to it, but my goodness, you, you just lost two of three to the Pittsburgh Pirates, and they're not a very good team, let's face it. They're just not. They're a big league team, yes. I'll grant you that. And there's some decent talent on that team as well. But overall, you're a far superior team than the Pittsburgh Pirates. And you lose two of three. How bothersome is that to you guys? 414-799-1250. Aaron Ashby, uh, the line doesn't look good. Now, it's coming off the IR, and I get that. 62 pitches. And uh, it's... What was his final line? Let's take a look, Tim, at, at his final line here in, in today's game. You you go to the bullpen early in this one, and you, you go to a couple of your guys, Gott and Milner, and uh, we'll get to an interesting uh, pitching change that Council had that I disagreed with. It's you know it's 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 probably the right move in terms of the analytics going to Milner to face Daniel Vogelback. But I'll, get, I'll give you a couple of reasons why you shouldn't have went there. But Aaron Ashby coming off the IR, what was his line? Three and two-thirds, five yeah. hits, four runs all earned. One walk, eight, uh, six strikeouts. Got, had the six Ks, the Gave one walk. Two home runs and 62 pitches. Yeah, 62 pitches, three and two-thirds. Again, we're talking about length. And, and I think they did remove him probably at the right time there. You know, you want to you want to average 15 pitches or less per inning to to give yourself a shot to go deep into a ball game. And had he not been coming off the IR, I don't think he's removed from that game with two outs in the fourth. But they are bringing him along. I mean, it's it's working for me at this point. They love him. There's make no make no mistake about it. And and what's not to love for the future for Aaron Ashby. I think he is going to be one of the elite pitchers in all of baseball when he figures this out. This is the maturation process. This is the experience that you're going through. But they are doing a little baby caking on him a little bit. And I, and I would agree in large part to that. Let's bring him methodically along into his career. Now, they forced it a little bit last year in the playoffs. I will give you that. I totally disagreed with that. Um and then they were forcing it here this year out of the rotation. They wanted to keep him on schedule regardless of what was going on in the game. Probably tended to dis- disagree with that a little bit. But the way they're handling him now and as of late, I think it's the right way to go. So who's in the rotation now? Now that Chichi Gonzalez was in out of the pen and pitched pretty well today out of the pen. Okay, you've got Burns, Woody, Lauer, Ashby, and I would assume Jason Alexander. That's not horrible, folks. It's really not. I mean, you uh, officially Hauser went to the uh, I I L, and uh, they they send send uh, down Trevor Kelly as they activated Aaron Ashby today. But that's not a horrible rotation here moving forward. 
that's that's a pretty good actually that's a pretty good rotation. Would you guys agree with that? 414-799-1250 and how bothersome is it uh, to you guys as uh, the Brewers fall? Uh 2 out of 3 in Pittsburgh. Now again, we'll chalk it up to a little bit of the baseball karma or baseball gods as we say, sometimes the cosmic tumblers just fall into place and they click all over the place and settle in. And this is what happens. But you know, these these things in Pittsburgh, <laughs> it's wow. annoying. It's annoying. It, it is annoying. I mean, they have a chance to lose three. And again, I don't want to be too negative. There's a get ball game tomorrow, and I'm pretty confident they're going to win the game. You have to look at it that way. They're a far superior team. You should win the ball game tomorrow. But again, baseball pops up uh, pops up its head and says, "Nope, nah, that's baseball. We're going to get you." But they have an opportunity with a loss tomorrow to lose three of four in Pittsburgh just at the mathematical halfway mark. With the 45 wins as we speak, they're a 90-win team. That's still not horrible considering. I mean, I like to do the pro rate of numbers. But with a win tomorrow, you know, 46, they're a 92-win team if you pro rate it out. That's a pretty good team. It, re- it really is. Now, I would assume they'll play better in the second half. So that 92 is going to get bumped up there a little bit. 93, 4, 5 range. Hell, who knows? Maybe with a couple of moves, you jazz that thing all the way up to 96, 97. It's quite possible considering everything. But living in the moment here today, it's a little bit uh, on, on the aggravating side. Losing two of three thus far to the Pittsburgh Pirates. <laughs> I, uh, you know, you're, you're watching this game, Tim, and you're like, yeah, they'll come through. Look at this. They had, they had five hits through uh, a couple of innings, seven base runners through the three innings of work. A couple of double plays really hampered some, uh, some uh, rallies, and, and then you had some, some bad luck as you hit the ball sharp and that, that just right the old atom ball hang with them and and the whole deal. But. Let me let me ask you this: If they win the game last night, let's say five to four in comeback fashion, are you as annoyed today? No, because because of what what they did last night, you're expecting yeah. that to continue, right? Well, yeah, or at well, least. Yeah, that didn't bother me. The, the, yeah, I, I, I flushed out the 19. The ni- okay. 19 runs, whatever. They, they got the win. Now, had they won game one and came back to win that, they lost 8-7 with three in the ninth to come back just short. Had they won game one, this game would not have bothered me at all. Not, not, not in the slightest. No, no problem. But the fact that they're set up to potentially lose three or four, it's a bigger game than one would think in Pittsburgh. I'm not going to go off and say it's the biggest game of the year, but it is a big game in Pittsburgh tomorrow in early July. It is because then, you know, you got to come back and face the Cubs and the Cubs always like to, you know, poke at you a little bit at times. And there's a little tenuous, you know, kind of issue going on there between the two rivals, but it did set you up to lose three of four in Pittsburgh after playing such good winning baseball. And then that's, that's the aggravating, agitating, bothersome thing here. Um, again, I'm not going to lose, lose my mind and go off on a tirade, and, and nor should a lot of Brewers fans. But I, I, think, I, I don't think I'm out of line by saying this is quite bothersome. Uh, five, 
you know, you you have four games here in Pittsburgh. And with a win tomorrow, you'll split. Okay, that's fine on the road. Yeah, yeah. And I would consider a 2-2 in Pittsburgh a little bit of a down series, but not horrible. So you do have a chance to go 2-2 in Pittsburgh with a victory tomorrow. Woody's on the mound. You should win that baseball game. But just in case, you've set yourself up to lose the 3 of 4, which elevates on the Tim Porton scale, if you will. The timometer is kind of jazzed a little bit. The needles are bouncing just a little bit more. And I, I think that's a fair. That's a fair statement. After winning, well, splitting against St. Louis, good team. Beating the Jays, two of three, good team. Beating the Rays uh, in a two-game set, good team. And then you waltz into Pittsburgh and, mm, ouch, lose three of four. That, that's just right at the mathematical halfway mark. You reset, and then we got the second half of the championship season. So nothing overall to freak out about until potentially that game tomorrow. But they are set up, hey, again, just just clean slate it. How about this? Just clean slate the thing and just say it's a standalone game and their pitcher just was outstanding, had things moving and dancing and then your your bats go a little little bit cold. You put up four, but... You know, they uh, they got a few breaks, some bloops or something hits off the bag or things like that. That's what you're set up for, and you just hope that doesn't happen tomorrow. That's where I'm at with this. Is it a little bothersome to you guys uh, that uh, the Brewers have lost two of three in Pittsburgh and potentially three of four, seven, nine, nine, twelve, fifty? Uh, what a beautiful day today, though. I mean, it's. Hard to be mad about uh, the weather that's going on this 4th of July weekend. Awesome I do day. Want, awesome I do day. want to throw out there, Tim, that uh, every year we're going to read about them, and it's too bad that uh, the accidents with, with fireworks. Oh, yes. I mean, it's, it is too bad um, that every year the injuries continue to rise. So I don't know what folks are doing. I know... Hey, I was right there with you. I don't dabble in it too much anymore, but raising my kid, we got a whole bag full of fireworks and went out to the driveway right in the middle of the city. <laughs> we just shoot them, shoot them off. You yeah, know? I'm, I'm still kind of doing that. I need to. Okay, okay. I need a little slap in the hand, probably. Okay, well, it's good, it's good enough, but just be careful. Oh yeah, you know? I'm always just, careful, always, always careful. But you're dealing with. Let's face it, I don't want to be a prude here because believe me, I've done it. Many, many times. You're dealing with explosives. You kind of are. And then you don't know where, where you get these fireworks. Some of them are on the black market. They're the commercial-grade fireworks. And those are the ones that send my dogs into a tizzy, shaking. And that's not healthy for the dogs either. So on 4th of July, like tonight, a lot of fireworks going on everywhere you are at. All the neighborhoods, everybody's blowing them off. I've got, like, every fan on in the house, exhaust fans, regular room fans. I've got the TV up loud. I've got an Alexa going. I've got all this stuff going. Trying to bury out the uh, fireworks just for the dogs. What we do for those animals. All right, let's get, let's get back to you guys right now. 414-799-1250. Jerry, you're first up here on the fan. Is it a little bothersome to you losing two of three? And potentially, quite frankly, with a loss tomorrow, three or four in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that is bothersome, um, Tim. That you know, I've become very accustomed 
in the early part of the season, uh, losing games, you know, two to nothing, three to one, you know, or the, I've always uh, banked on our pitching being, you know, really terrific. And then we scored a bunch of runs <laughs> two nights ago when we lost that game. And then today we, we got four runs. We apparently left a lot of guys on base. They had a lot of hits, but, um, I'm concerned about the pitching right now because it, Rodriguez is okay, but the, some of these guys they're bringing in today, for example, they can't they can't make it through an inning without giving up two, three hits, a walk, uh, a run or two. Every one of those guys, uh, I just found that pretty disturbing. It looks to me right now that they've got their two starters. Well, Woodruff is back, and uh, Burns is back, but um, hopefully some of these other guys that are the third, fourth, and fifth. Yeah, pitchers on the team can settle down. I mean, you know, if they're going to give up three or four runs and we're scoring four or five or whatever, that's fine. But it just seems to me that um, mm-hmm. some of these games are really getting clocked with our pitching, and yeah, hopefully no that can settle down. Jerry, you're spot on. Let me let me ask you uh, two things. One is, are you confident with that rotation of Burns, Woody, Lauer, Ashby, and Alexander? That's your five-man rotation right now. Um, well, obviously, I like the first two. <laughs> um, hopefully, um, what's that uh, third guy? As was it Aspie or whatever? Aspie, uh, the guy that pitched today, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I know they got high hopes. I guess we got to kind of lend them a little rope. Um, uh, the other two guys, the one that hurt his uh, elbow. And is out for a while, and now Alexander is um, kind of a new guy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Gonzalez, I don't know. Maybe he'll be okay for fourth, fifth, and sixth innings. I don't know. Uh, yeah. To me, yeah. I think the I think the uh, pitching staff is, um, you know, it's not like five questions on the pitching staff. You know, a couple of questions. You know, it's. I think it's pretty uh, solid, though. I don't think it's world-beating, but I think it's pretty solid. I'm pretty confident yeah. that they'll they'll keep you in a ball game. Final thing for you, I'm going to ask everybody today: what do, what do you got going for fireworks tonight? I'll, I'll bet you there'll be 2.8 million fireworks being just flying around this state tonight. Well, we don't have any. I'm a little older for that. I, I can tell you for a fact that we have. Everybody in the family's got dogs, and we've got my daughters have each have a dog each, two dogs in one family, and they got these wraparound um, massage things they put around their dogs, relaxation um, <laughs> sweaters or whatever. Okay, gotcha. Serious? I mean, really serious? No, I know. I I know. And they've had luck because one of those dogs they had to give them um, a, a tranquilizer, you know, uh, when he's fired. I mean, dogs really freak out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, Jerry. Thank, thanks for the call. I'm, all right, be be safe here this weekend. Yeah, one one of the dogs. I got big dogs, 130, 135 pounders. Two of them, big, big boys. Uh, Lab Shepherd mixes, great guys. Uh, but but the one will go into a shaking spasm when it comes to fireworks, and he will find the lowest portion of the household, which is way down in the basement, way in the back corner right behind the furnace and just lay there and shake and then poop all over the basement. Do you know what we give our dog? Doggy CBD. You know what? We're just starting that soon. We're just starting that. That's funny you say that. I think it just came in the mail today. Okay. Yeah. I just got it out of the mailbox today. That's that's funny you, you bring that up. 
It works. I, you know, this, uh, it I, works. I've only owned a dog in my life for 10, 12 years now. That's it. They're 12-year-old boys, and, you know, hopefully they last a while. But fireworks on display tonight all over the place, as well as tomorrow night. And uh, no fireworks necessarily for the Brewers' offense. We'll get you some highlights coming up in a bit. Uh, but is it uh, a little bit on the disturbing side, losing two of three in Pittsburgh, potentially three of four? Let's face it. I don't want to think that negatively, but you got to throw it out there. That's a scenario that could happen with this Brewers' ball game tomorrow. Uh, let's go to Nate at 414-799-1250. Nate, you're all over this thing. A little disturbing? Uh, yeah, because me personally, I thought we should have went in there and took three out of three out of four. Um, I, one thing I do want to say is I just the last the last couple series they have been real good at taking the extra base and um, putting the ball in play. And I just hate seeing double plays, um, especially you got guys at first like like early in the game. Why are we not trying to take extra base? I mean. They they were doing it. They were doing it against Tampa. They were doing it against Toronto, uh, and now they're trending back to that way. Uh, uh, guys just standing there waiting to be waiting to be drove in. Um, I know uh, Davis stole one base mm-hmm. um, today. They tried to steal well, a run on that play. They did. They they yeah. tried to steal and stop. They tried to get a run there. Yeah. So. And so I guess that's okay, but I, I just like to see him be more aggressive on the base pads, um, early, at least earlier in the game. You know, when you got guys at first, um, send that send that man um, and, let, and let him see what he can see if, if the pitch throws it in the center field or you know, because you know guys the teams do it against us. So I just I just don't like to see them going back to that way of just standing on the base pads and just hoping hoping somebody hits one in the gap or. It's one over a fence. It was working for you. You were scoring plenty of runs um, against against very good teams. Translate that over and put that doing that. Keep doing what uh, have, what you have success with. Just standing there and just waiting for guys to hit hit home runs. It's not it's not entertaining for me to see double plays um, at the beginning of innings. And now you now you're now the rally is done or. Or the, what you had going is not even uh, is is ceased to exist. So yeah, I just, that's what I just want to see happen. But so, so um, what do you got the, going for fireworks? You got any fireworks going on? I don't really do fireworks. I'm not really into fireworks. Uh, no. Yeah, I just I mean when I was younger I did them, but now I got bills, man. <laughs> Those things are expensive. <laughs> yeah, I no, just, I get you, Nate. Thank thanks for the call, dude. Uh, as a kid. My pop and my uncle would take us to uh, the Dells and all the fireworks stands uh, alongside the road and all that. Uh, my folks uh, are from the Mauston area, so every Fourth of July we'd be up there and we'd go, you know, to the Dells. But on on the way there or back from Mauston, we'd stop and get a, a whole shoebox full of fireworks. I mean, not not huge, not huge uh, commercial grade big tubes or anything. Um, but they would, they would let us, you light a punk. Do you know what a punk is? I do not. A punk looks like a, uh, uh, sparkler. You know what a sparkler is? Of course. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Punk looks like a sparkler, but only it doesn't burn like one. It just burns like a cigarette burns. Okay. Okay. Just slowly. And it was, 
And that's what you reach in there. You got a little length to light the fuse. So you just always have a punk laying around. And so we, we'd have all that and you know, the whole snakes on the ground. We'd have, uh, you know, these little twirly bird thingies. And then once in a while we get, as uh, the years went by, we'd get uh, those little shooting things that go, you know, 15, 25 feet in the air. Yep. And those were, you know, big. See, now that's what I get. You know, the, I get those and I get the, these little ones that go. We, I go to my brother's house. He lives in Illinois. They got a pond in their backyard. So we shoot pool, them over. We pool shoot, or pond. pond? Pond would be good for yeah. you. Yeah. We shoot them over the pond and, uh, you know, nothing big. Well, I had the police called on me. <laughs> they decided to come over and, you know. Uh, yeah. Did take, you get a take me down. No, didn't get a ticket. Just got a warning. You know, they they're like, okay. "Oh, you're not from here." Well, do you know that fireworks are illegal in Illinois? I go, "Oh, oh no, whoops, I did not." Sorry, didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> as, no, gotcha. The yes, best sir. part is, as the police, as the cop is talking to me, there's this firework going across the street that's made for a park, <laughs> like not made for a residential area. I go, "I guess you're going to go talk to them." He goes, "Yeah, I am." I was fearful of fireworks probably once I got into high school. Now, I still did it with my kid growing up. Uh, when, when he was growing up, you just had to. It was him and I, and his mom was off doing whatever. Um, but we, we would just get in the driveway and shoot him off right in the middle of the street. Um, but I, you know, in high school, firecrackers. Okay, just your standard yep. firecrackers, pack yep. of firecrackers, wildcats or whatever they were. I can't remember what they were called. Black cats, maybe? No, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, the uh, the fuse was a little frayed on this one I had, and so you had to just the, the paper that that wrapped around the little igniter stuff in in the fuse, it, it was spilled out a little bit. So I'm sitting there holding one, and the fuse wasn't burning, but I could see the ember there, and I was blowing on it to get the fuse to go. And as soon as it got going, I reached back. So to throw it, and it was right around my ear, and it went off. I thought I blew my finger off. Oh, wow. And that was, that was an eye-opener for me. That was it. So no more. Yep. yep. Uh, even with my son. It was like, we'll get the punk. Uh, we'll make sure some of them, if they're not lighting, they're not lighting. We'll throw them in the fire pit, and that's that. And then they're, they're, they're gone. Might get fizzled up in, in the fire pit. So, yeah, just be careful. There's, there's so many things. Oh, by the way, and then you add alcohol to it. And that's, uh, that's always a challenge, too. Uh, 799-1250. Bothersome losing two of three in Pittsburgh. We're going to hear from Craig Council. That's probably another game. The early portion of this game was just baseball. It was. And if you caught the opening of the show today, I, I will give Yelich full credit on the quote, that's just baseball. That was early on in this game. It's just a matter of was no indictment on the Brewers. It was no praise on the Pittsburgh Pirates. Just simply baseball. Todd in Watertown. I bet you he has a fireworks story. Oh, you know, with fireworks? Oh, yeah, man. I, <laughs> as a kid, uh, we would, my grandparents lived in the South. Uh, my grandfather was a big uh, Cardinal fan, so they lived across the river um, in uh, uh, northeast Tennessee. But anyway, yeah, I would. I, we'd come back and we'd go to this place called Reeves Boomland, and it was in Missouri. And I would actually, um, in, in uh, school, it was like a trading commodity for me. I'd come back with bricks, uh, uh, those black cats, and I'd trade them for, I don't know, things and kids' lunches and whatever else. But, <laughs> you know, I was just a wheeler dealer with the, with the illegal stuff. Back 
when I was a kid, but uh, anyway, as uh, as time went on, uh, we had a, a Rottweiler, and uh, he, just like your dogs, I actually now I despise it. He actually, uh, he's been gone for a couple of years, unfortunately, and uh, we just love that dog so much. But um, I'm like you, Timmy. I'd have uh, uh, the 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 radio up loud. I'd have the air conditioning, yeah, every yeah. fan, and you feel horrible just, for him, man. You just oh, feel awful. Horrible. And it's I despise them now. It's like it, it was. It's so bad for those poor animals. And and if he was outside, um, even when the city uh, out here would have them, he'd be running fence line to fence line. So I would get him in the house because he, actually he would he would run till actually probably would kill himself. He'd have a heart attack if uh, yeah if if I would have let it go on further. So yeah, no, I I I, I absolutely despise them and hate them right now. But you're not going to be that old guy that calls the police on the neighbors for doing fireworks, are you? No, but you know, it, you know, he's he's gone now. But if it would uh, actually, if it if he was still here and somebody was next door and getting out of hand, I, I probably would be that old. Our guy only concern, our only concern uh, in the subdivision we're in is uh, how late at night. I mean, go ahead, have your fun. That's fine. Go ahead, right. because we did the same thing. Go ahead, have your fun. Right. You probably got little kids down the street or whatever. That's that's cool. It's illegal, but it's cool. You just kind of skirt it. Right. I, I, but, think, I think but, midnight. But if you're going to 1 in the morning, 2 in the morning, no, that's, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I think midnight, midnight shut her down, and that's it. You know, even like last night, I was watching the Brewer game, and these idiots around here were, were lighting them <laughs> off. And, you know, <laughs> You know the the, the cops out here. They kind of, I'm sure they kind of look the other way because you know everybody's calling in to to oh, shut yeah. them down. But yeah, I you know, midnight's a good time, and then and that's it. But it's uh, it's kind of good where uh, you know this year it sucks because the fourth is on a Monday. So now these clowns they start them on you know Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and correct. We get two big nights tonight and tomorrow night. Yes, right. It's 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 insane. But you know that's what's good about the weekend. Then Monday, everybody's got to get back to work. Um, and then you know not this year, but if it's on a on a Saturday or Sunday, then they got to get back to work. So yeah, I, I agree with. So you. okay, that's bothersome in Pittsburgh losing two or three or what? Well, it is bothersome, but you know what, Timmy? It seems like every single year at this time, we go to Pittsburgh and we get our clock cleaned. It's, it's not like it's uh, anything, you know, abnormal, especially before. Remember all these other past years before uh, the All-Star break, we go to Pittsburgh and get wiped out. Yeah, so Dan Jennings in a pouring downpour yes, in Pittsburgh. It, yeah, it, it, It's just always awful there around this time of year so it's i don't know it's it's almost it, it's a shame but it's kind of become the norm with uh losing to pittsburgh this time of the year before the all-star break yeah right before the halfway mark todd in, uh, enjoy tonight and uh and and we'll talk again 414-799-1250 yeah it's we'll be whistling a different tune with a victory tomorrow you know at, at least okay so you go into pittsburgh you, you split two two Okay, fine. Not great, but it's not a disaster losing three or four. That, to me, just doesn't sound right. When you're, when you're coming off of really starting to sharpen the, the skills a little bit, playing a little bit better defense, getting some timely hits, moving the line. You know, the 19-run output yesterday, that's gone. I mean, that's, I mean we, you have to turn the page, good or bad, on that stuff. That's gone. 
But the, to, to lose three or four, that's, yeah, that's a little on the bothersome side. Uh, they did put up four runs in a 7-4 to four loss today. Aaron Aspie, three and two-thirds. How do you grade that out? Four Ernie's, five hits. Did walk a man. Did strike out six. He's going to be good, guys. He just is. He's man. Just wait. Just wait. If you if if you could invest in a player, that'd be my investment. If if I could make money off of Aaron Ashby <laughs> in his career, that'd be a dude I would invest money in. But I will say this, Tim Shea, before the break. I kind of said the same thing about one Matt Laporta also. Ooh. Yeah. Yikes. That's that's rough. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Number one draft choice. Maybe from maybe years you ago. shouldn't say it. Maybe right? I shouldn't. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to jinx it. But uh, Brewers fall in game 3 of this four game set. 10 games over 500, 45 and 35. We're talking about it today. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show here on the Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. What play got you the most excited from today's game? Did it get you up off the couch? It's time for the call of the game. Presented by the 5 O'Clock Steakhouse. 
Five O'Clock Steakhouse, Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network. Visit them and make online reservations at fiveo'clocksteakhouse.com. 74 final Brewers fall in game three of this four game series uh, in Pittsburgh's PNC Park. And you now they've dropped two of three to the Pittsburgh Pirates. You win tomorrow, you go 2 2. It's okay. We, we're all good, right? Fairly good. Uh, you button up the uh, 81 game mark, mathematical halfway mark in the season with a victory tomorrow. You're on pace to win 92 games. And all told, I think that would be successful. I do. And we'll talk more about that after the ball game tomorrow. But let's get your calls of the game and your game recap from 5 O'Clock Steakhouse, 5OClockSteakhouse.com. Home grill kits would have been perfect for today. That doesn't mean you can't shoot for uh, next weekend or the following or even after that. So treat yourself, yourself 5OClockSteakhouse.com. All right, so the first inning, uh, Brewers get to it. Christian Yelich gets on base. That's what he's been doing to, uh, these days. And we'll take that for now. Pretty soon the power's got to come. And it did in this game later on. We'll get to that in a second. He was hit by a pitch. Uh, Willie Adamas, a, a deep fly out for the first out. Rowdy, a hard shot to first base. They retire Rowdy at first. And uh, uh, Yelly moves over to second. Uh, McCutcheon reaches on a single. Runners at the corners with two outs. And uh, Colton Wong takes advantage. There goes McCutcheon. Swain a ground ball in the left of base hit for Wong. Brewers are going to be on the board. McCutcheon streaking for third. one nothing Milwaukee on an RBI single from Wong. Yeah, really good approach. I noticed a little bit of being on the attack here, and they did just that, taking a one-zip lead in that uh, first inning. A couple of hits and a hit by pitch into the bottom of the first, and Aaron Ashby puts up a zero, shuts it down on his return from the I.L., Strikeout, base hit, inning, ending, double play. About 12 pitches in that frame into the second inning. Brewers, more base runners. They get a uh, one-out double from Jace Peterson, followed up by a base hit by Jonathan Davis. Jace holds at third, had to sort of scramble back to third base on the stop sign from Lane. I, I think uh, I think that was the, probably at that time the right the right call. Corners one out for Christian Yelich. He missed on a hanging breaking ball right there. That ball should have been hammered. Uh, it wasn't, but it was the first pitch also. So you see the Brewers on the attack a little bit more here as of late. Uh, but later on, uh, Yelich hits a liner to O'Neill at short. Peterson doubled off to end the inning. Oh. Ouch, into the bottom of the second inning. Ashby surrenders a leadoff walk to Vogelback, bottom two. But strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. Four strikeouts through the two innings, one zip into the third. Traffic for the Brewers in the third inning. One out walk to Willie Adamas. That erased on a Rowdy Telez double play. Then a base hit by McCutcheon. He's stinging hot right now. Colton Wong flies out to end the inning. So Brewers through the first three innings, seven base runners, five hits, a hit by pitch and a walk, but just that one run. And I was thinking this might not be their day at that time. You can kind of read the tea leaves there. And as it turned out, that was true. Ashby, some trouble in the third leadoff base hit uh, by Heineman. Then Mercado uh, with a 
bunt to move him over, listed as a sacrifice. Now, I'm not sure I understand the official scores these days. It's the third inning of a one to nothing game, and he's credited with a sacrifice there. Uh, Tim, your thoughts? I mean, I I don't know. <laughs> There's still a lot of baseball to be played here. Yeah, I don't. You're sacrificing don't playing that. for a run in the third. <laughs> I I don't get it. You, it's... I mean, you 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 try and figure it out, guys. I, I'm not sure, but. Uh, uh, One out, ground ball up the middle. Wong keeps it on the infield, saves a run. Infield single, first and third with that one out. Aspie to face Reynolds, gets up on him 0-2, and this was pivotal. Ground ball, just not hit hard enough to turn the double play. They get the one out uh, for the second out, but a run scores to tie it at one. Then he falls behind behind Chavis, and uh, he's swinging away and hits a two-run home run stings them right there for a for a Pittsburgh Pirates lead there by a crooked number another hit by Luis but erased on a double play three to one into the uh, bottom of the fourth inning Aspie after a couple of quick outs outs uh, including a, his sixth strikeout allows a solo homer to O'Neill Cruz uh, to make it four and one uh, four to one, and uh, that's it for for Ashby right there. I mean, three and two thirds, sixty two pitches, five hits, four Ernie's. He did walk a man, gives way to Trevor Gott right there, gets out of the fourth, four to one. Buckos into the fifth. Brewers get a little bit closer in the fifth inning. We're waiting for the power from Yelly. Might this be the start of that? It was in the fifth inning where he had one big swing. Yelich blasts off to right field, way back and gone. Christian Yelich, home run number eight. Brewers cut the deficit in half. Congratulations, Christian. You have one more home run than Jace Peterson. I'm sorry, I didn't say that. Four to two, his eighth on the year. Uh, Rowdy would be hit by a pitch uh, later on in the inning. Another base runner. Into the bottom of the fifth inning, got into some trouble. A couple of walks in the inning. That's gonna, that's gonna come back to haunt you almost every time. Leaves the game, by the way, with base runners at second and third with the two outs. Now here's where I disagree uh, with the council move. Now the metric says to go to this move. Hobie Milner, a lefty to face Vogelback, the lefty. Uh, Vogelback against uh, lefties this season. At that point, five for 47. So the metric says yes. Now, I disagreed with it, and Tim, you and I were texting at the time. I didn't like the call even before Vogelback, uh, you know, ended up doing what, he's, what he did. And, and here's why. I believe Trevor Gott has a little more experience and success overall in his career than does Hobie Milner. At the end of the day, it's still Hobie Milner. Now, the, 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 again, the analytics say that Ovi Milner has a better ERA. It's a lefty-lefty matchup. It just didn't work out this time. I would have let Gott just face Vogelback right there. And if you, if you did pitch carefully to him, the righty-lefty matchup would have put Vogelback on first. First was open anyway. And then you go at it from there. And it, as it turns out, 
Hobie Milner got stung by Vogelback, and that was, I think, the swing of the game, a two-out, two-run base hit to make it 6-2. to two. And then after that, Diego Castillo knocks in uh, Vogelback with a uh, double off the top of the wall, almost got out of here, and Castillo, nice. Uh, um, I like the hustle on that play. He's just observing like watching a firework, but uh, <laughs> he should have been on third there. Uh, but at that point, I mean, we're, we're talking a deficit of 7-2. to two, And uh, Brewers uh, held off the board in the sixth. Chichi Gonzalez comes in, uh, pitches a scoreless sixth. Brewers empty, a two-out walk in the seventh by Willie. Chichi, another scoreless inning in the seventh. Into the eighth inning. And the Brewers, they get a little bit closer in that eighth inning. How about they put up a run with one swing off the bat of Colton Wong? And he drives one out towards right center. Back on the warning track at the wall. Colton Wong has gone deep. 7-3 to three now on Wong's sixth of the year. Brewers fan comes away with the souvenir. A couple of batters later after Luis Urias had a base hit, Brewers get on one swing a little bit closer. Jace Peterson. Peterson down the right field line of fair ball. Urias is going to end up at least at third base. They're waving him around. They're waving him around. And here comes the relay throw from Chavis. And he is safe at the plate. Right. What a slide from Luis Urias. Yeah, that was a nice slide by Louis right there. That made it 7-4 to four at the time. Davis struck out to end the frame. Had Davis gotten on there, that would have brought Yelich up as the tying run in that eighth. Three hits, a couple of runs in the eighth inning, seven to four into the bottom of the eighth. Chi-Chi puts up another zero. Maybe his role is out of the pen. Three scoreless for Gonzalez. Uh, and uh, in the ninth inning, Brewers get the leadoff man on. Christian Yelich, a four-pitch walk. I was ready to wring someone's neck if he was going to be swinging. 2-0 or 3-0 or 3-1. He was, uh, and he did the right thing. I would have been right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> took everything, got on base, but to no avail. Brewers fall 7-4, record now 45-35 and here in the 2022 championship season. We'll see how Craig Council liked this game. I'm sure it wasn't at the top of his list, but uh, if you guys want to join us, 414-799-1250. Brewers fall in game three of the four-game set, 7-4 Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show. I'm a fan. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game. On 1250 AM, The Fan. 7-4, Brewers lose game three of the four-game set. We'll get to council here in just a second. A couple of things I do want to just get you up to speed on. uh, Latest uh, ESPN power rankings. I'll I'll get to that um, right now. But we'll also just take a peek at the schedule. uh, Looking uh, ahead toward that all-star break. And... uh, on paper, it doesn't look like a cakewalk to me, but uh, we'll get to that in a second here. Uh, latest ESPN power rankings. Uh, Yankees are at one. Astros are at two. Dodgers, they're falling hard. No, they're at three. Uh, New York Mets at four. Braves at five, followed by the Padres, Blue Jays, Red Sox, and the St. Louis Cardinals at nine. Hmm. Uh, number 10 
is where you find your Milwaukee Brewers here in 2022. Here's what they say. Uh, Milwaukee held its own during a tough part of the schedule, splitting a four-game series against the Cardinals, winning two of three against the Blue Jays, and then completing a two-game sweep of the Rays. The Brewers' offense, which has been volatile over the course of the season, had a strong week leading all of baseball in OPS, including 13 home runs over a six-game span. Rowdy Telez had four of them, giving him 15 for the season. Right behind the Brewers, the Rays at 11, Giants at 12, and the Twins and Phillies 12 and 13, rounding out the top uh, 15 going down to uh, Cleveland. So um, now let's take a peek at the schedule. Those teams that I just mentioned in there, we find some of those sprinkled in in the upcoming schedule, don't we, Tim? We do. Um, So after this road stand, obviously, the Brewers come home. They play the Cubs for three, then Pittsburgh again for three. After that, this the, is where it gets interesting, wrapped around the All-Star break. The week before the All-Star uh, break, they play two in the Twin Cities against the Twins, and then four in San Francisco. Yeah, that, that one right there is a biggie. Wow. Mm. And then the All-Star break, four days off, and then they come home, three against Co- uh, four against Colorado. It's one of those wraparound series, Friday to Monday. Okay. And then two against the Twins. With a day off on that Thursday, and then the final weekend in July, they play the Red Sox in Boston. Yeah, in in Boston, right. I mean, so you have a stretch there, four or five series wrapped around that all-star break that are pretty tough. And, uh, you know, those that, you know, want to make hay against the uh, Reds and Pirates and and these types of teams, well, you better get to it. And and at worst, split this four-game set against the Pirates. So that's a sort yeah, of a that's, bigger game. That's going to be interesting to see what they do. I mean, that's leading up to the uh, the uh, um, trade deadline, too. Yeah, right up to the trade deadline. Yeah, the Boston series. At Boston, gonna, so. You know, but right up against that August 2nd. So, yeah, uh, going to be interesting. And this uh, as well, just a little short couple of minutes here with manager Craig Council as, as uh, his team falls in game three here. 7-4, the final. How did Aaron Ashby pitch? Council comments. Well, I mean, the, the two home runs, you know, that, that put runs on the board. So, uh, you know, there, there wasn't a lot of hard contact. The, the two balls, you know, there's probably three balls hit hard. We got a double play on one and then two balls off the park. So, um, you know, that means runs. And, uh, you know, the leadoff guy getting on in the, in the third um, hurt him. Um, come, coming around to the top of the lineup, so but came out healthy, um, so we'll move forward. It seemed like the third inning was like the long one where he really had more. <coughs> Do you think that affected him in the fourth? No, no. I mean, I I think you know he just uh, both guys that got on base, he fell behind, um, and then you know all those guys the base hit to Heineman, and then the home run to Chavez, he just fell behind those guys. What do you say about how he felt in terms of just endurance and? All good. All good. You guys had um, a lot of action on the bases early, uh, and then uh, those double plays were kind of killers, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, we, we swung the bats really well the first three innings. Um, you know, the the, the yellowish line drive that ended up in a double play is the is the play that hurts. Um, you know, that that gets through and it's three nothing. Um, so that that's the play that really hurt and. Bunch of good at bats. We, we, you know, unfortunately, the double plays kind of reduce the stress on the on um, 
on the starter, and and then we and then he settled down. Craig, just on this trip as a whole, are you encouraged by just it, there's been a lot of action in a lot of the innings uh, on this road trip? Do you think this offense is kind of in a good place? Well, place? I mean, I don't. I think we're doing a good job, and I don't. I don't think it means anything for tomorrow. We just got to keep doing a good job. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we created opportunities again today. Yeah, there he is, Craig Council, and and uh, good question from Adam McCalvey. We're seeing that as well. We we just are. We're seeing an offense that is, you know, slowly it might be, but it is getting better. Of in in this regard of keeping the line moving a little bit. The more activity you have, gee. A batting average. I'll go back to that. More activity you have on those bases, uh, the, the, just the better you're going to be. Gets their, their guys into trouble, makes them make pitching moves they don't want to move, uh, make, and, uh, you know, you score more runs ultimately. Just keep doing what you're doing. They are, we are seeing a difference here in the last couple of weeks, I would say. Ashby, however, let me just throw this by you. His ERA is now 4.6, and his record is 1-6. Now, again, as, as, as high as a lot of us are on Aaron Ashby, needs to start turning the corner a little bit. We need to see some gems out of him. We really do. Now it's time. You got your feet back wet off the IR. You didn't have any pain, according to counsel. Everything's full go. You're fully healthy. It's about time now, Aaron Ashby. It's about time you show what you got. And I would be on the attack. If I had that sort of stuff on the mound, there'd be no screwing around. You're either going to beat me early or you ain't beating me. All right, we'll check the matchup for a bigger game than you think against the Pirates. That's next here on The Fan. Back just a final couple of minutes here of Gene Wagner Plumbing post game show after a 7 4 loss. And we go back at it tomorrow, and again, maybe whistling a different tune here, but a little nervous tension for me at least as a fan, knowing that the possibility is there despite Woody on the mound, despite an offense that's been doing better. It's still a baseball game, there's still big leaguers on the other side. It just makes me nervous that the potential is there to lose three of four in Pittsburgh after playing some pretty good baseball against some pretty good baseball teams. If you end up splitting 2-2 against the Pirates at this point, hey, man, that, that's fine. That, that, it'd be just fine. That, that's just you, you tore four, four days off the calendar and you move forward. You got the 81-game mark. Your 92 wins projected at that point. But they'll do a little bit better than that. Now, a loss, is it the end of the world? Well, no, but you might look back at a series like this after playing good baseball against stiff competition and say you should have done a little bit better, and that's why you're, oh, I don't know, maybe one game out of a playoff race with a week to play. I mean, these games are are substantial, as we've been talking about this week, as, as you look at the leaderboard in the NL. All right, let's take a look at uh, the matchup for tomorrow. First pitch just after noon. After the last pitch, you make the switch right here. 
Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show. We'll be talking the 81-game mathematical halfway mark. Woody on the mound against the Buckos. Yes, Brandon Woodruff on the mound for the Brew Crew, 6-3 and three with a 4.44 ERA. If you remember his last start out against Tampa Bay, not too shabby. Yeah, it was pretty good. And then going up for the Pirates, 1-4, and four, Jose Quintana, 3.43 ERA. He was a brewer killer with the with the uh, he sure was that team down in the, from the south ninety miles. So I can't remember who it was. He has pitched against the Brewers this year, but I believe yes. his first pitch left the yard. First pitch, or certainly first batter. It might have been Yelich. I don't. Well, maybe not. Louis, maybe Wong. I can't remember who was who was leading off in that game, but I know the leadoff man for the Brewers did hit a home run to give the Brewers an early lead against Jose Quintana. Lefty has been known to just shut down the Brewers uh, over the years, but as of late, the last year or two, they've been getting to him. Yeah, they have. They have. Whether it's out of the pen or, or, or starting. So let's uh, let's go after an ex-Cub and just, just pollute him, and maybe the offense can run away with this one. All right, Tim Stadium Shea, be careful with, uh, with your fireworks and all that. And the rest of you guys, just kind of watch it and never know. Uh, injuries from fireworks continue to rise. I was reading the story the other day. Each and every year, there are more and more trips to the ER than ever before. So just kind of watch it. Uh, for Tim, Tim Stadium Shea, my name is Tim Allen. You guys have a great night. We'll see you again tomorrow afternoon. And despite the outcome, smile Milwaukee. The world will smile back. need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put 
put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.